listening to Lead Defend, the podcast designed to help you grow in faith and leadership as you navigate the stages of your young adulthood. We address important faith topics and provide practical life tips, helping you build your faith as you engage in a changing culture. Here are your hosts, Seth Tucker and Ryan Scantling. Hey, we're here with another episode of Lead Defend, and Seth and I are very excited. We've got Waylon and Caleb here with us today to share a really cool story. Uh, Caleb, why don't you start by introducing yourself and telling us where you're from? All right, so uh, I'm Caleb Wunstel. I, uh, I go to UCA here in Arkansas. Um, it's right in the middle of central Arkansas, obviously, and uh, I guess you would classify me as a junior. So, so I, I guess. So you're on that five-year, six-year <laughs> Yeah, year you know, I, I've been in college for like 15 years now. Uh, you know, who's counting? Only the people <laughs> paying for it. Uh, okay, Waylon, tell us where you're from and what brought you to UCA. My name is Waylon, and I'm from a country called Malaysia. So I got to UCA about two years ago. So I've been loving the American culture and all that. And just to let you guys know... English is my second language, so I'll try my best to speak as clear as I can. <laughs> <laughs> hey, thank you for that. So, so Waylon, when did you first meet Caleb? Do you I remember first, that moment? Yeah, I remember that moment. Probably was about the beginning of the, my freshman year, and we were playing do volleyball and all that. That's where I came about him and met him. Okay, cool. Now, Waylon, something incredible has happened in your life recently. Uh, tell us a little bit about that. So I was baptized, uh, I think, on April, and it was one of the most life-changing moments, and I will never forget about that. But, Waylon, you came to America really not knowing a lot about Christianity. And so uh, through your and Caleb's relationship, you heard the gospel and then came to trust Jesus. And so that's really what we're here to talk about a little bit today is, is that story and also how you can encourage others to do the same and have those bold conversations. Oh, yeah. And so, Waylon, tell us this. When you first came to the United States, what did you think of Christianity? Mm, I didn't actually know anything about Christianity because we have all kinds of religions back home. We have Christianity as well. So at first, I thought that was just another religion. So I, when I first came to the United States, that's what I thought as well. So I didn't really, really care about it, to be honest. I just know that's... Uh, a big thing around here. Yeah. Now, you and Caleb have been close for a little while, but before Caleb really came into your life and was sharing the good news of Jesus with you, you heard it from some, from some other places. So tell us about that. Yeah. So I, when I first came here, I was introduced to churches' services, but the way when uh, I was approached to was not the best, I would say, because I was not feeling comfortable when I was hearing about the gospel that people were sharing. It was in a way forceful, which was not comfortable for me when I, at that time, I was clueless about what Christianity was. Wow, so so how did you and Caleb's relationship start? Um, I think we hung out a lot and we started playing volleyball. We loved yeah. to work out and we just <laughs> did everything together. <laughs> yeah they hang out too much yeah way too much <laughs> okay uh and so so Caleb what was it like for you first interacting with Waylon and, and why did you decide man Waylon could be a friend to me yeah well uh first and foremost you know he, he was just somebody that was different than myself he wasn't uh the type of person that I would I guess traditionally hang out with and uh I just thought he was a really cool guy I was like hey I'm gonna get to know this guy and uh, like like Waylon said just a minute ago, we started 
working out together and playing volleyball together and just hanging out around campus, just, you know, being a friend. And um, it, was, it was just a really, really cool experience. And, um, you know, as far as motivation for the gospel is I really, uh, you know, I did put that off quite a bit, uh, probably a lot longer than I needed to. And really the main motivation was first and foremost, hearing somebody else um, hmm. have enough courage um, and faith to just share the gospel with, with another friend that they had. And that was actually uh, Minor Whalen's good buddy, Thomas. And uh, I just thought that that was really cool. But also, uh, we had talked about this a little bit earlier, just being motivated by love. Um, I love God with my whole heart. And I love Whalen with my whole heart. And, and recognizing that if he didn't accept this message, um, then ultimately that would end in, you know, death. That would end in um, some, some pretty bad stuff that I, I didn't really like. And uh, with yeah. seeing Whalen as a brother, having this brotherhood, I recognized that, um, like, a, like he put in his video recently that our brotherhood would be only temporary if, if I didn't share this this message with him, this this good news. So, so Waylon, when Caleb started sharing the gospel with you, what did you think at first? Mm, uh, I didn't really think that much at first. Um, probably a while after we hung out, I started realizing that might be a really important thing to him because he attends um, churches and he's really involved in ministry. So I was just watching what he does every single day when he was hanging out with me. And that was when I started to get into Christianity more and more. Yeah, and so so you saw that Caleb's life reflected Jesus. Yep. And, and then he was having these conversations with you. Now, sometimes I think we're really scared to have those conversations because they could be awkward or anything like that. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, and tell us, was there anything about those conversations that were weird or threatening and... And, and how did you respond when Caleb started sharing Jesus with you? It was not weird or threatening to me. It was just like another religion, another belief that people do all the time. So I was not caring that much at first, to be honest. But after a while, I've seen how um, his life changed and how um, he's uh, doing everything for Jesus. And it really changed my mind. I had to really look at it in a different way. Well, there became a moment somewhere along the line that you decided for the first time to trust Jesus. So tell us a little bit about that moment and what led up to that point. Um, so we've been hanging out for a lot, and he was the one who um, took me back when I was really depressed and really um, low at the lowest point in my life because I thought Christianity was not the route for me because at first I was experiencing it in a bad way, and I didn't really want to be hurt again. Mm -hmm. But he kind of in a way picked me up and reintroduced the whole thing to me again and be uh, really patient about it, teach me every single thing that he was taught. So it really moved me yeah. when I was first experienced it. So what was the moment when you first trusted Jesus with your life? Um, what was it like? Or? Yeah, what was that moment like? Do you remember? Yep, I remember that moment. It was phenomenal. Uh, I was in my dorm, just laying on my bed, reflecting on my life. And um, I've been praying, even though I was not really into Christianity or uh, Jesus Christ, because uh, because I was hanging out with Thomas and Caleb a lot, they told me that I should pray even though I don't really know Jesus. So that's what I did. And that night, it kind of impacted me because I felt like Jesus was answering my prayers. So mm -hmm. from there totally changed my life, and I was pursuing him ever since. Wow. 
So, Caleb, you didn't really find out until the next day. Yeah. And so tell us about <laughs> how that conversation went and how Waylon told you about his decision to pursue Jesus. Yeah, so uh, for you guys that know Waylon, he's a night owl. This dude stays up all hours of the night watching I YouTube. used to. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, this is a Saturday night, so it's a church night for me. I'm trying to get ready for bed. Um, and, and I get a text at like 11.45 at night from Waylon. He's like, bro, I got to talk uh, with you about something in the morning. I'm like, all right, well, you know, what is this about? I, I, I ignored it because I was trying to sleep, but that's okay. It's in the past. <laughs> and uh, the next day after church service, we went out in the parking lot, and he just kind of started talking. And uh, over the past few weeks, um, uh, Thomas and I had been sharing with him, and we're like, hey, man, we know that you may not believe in the God that we serve in Jesus Christ, but we just encourage you to just say a prayer and to just have a, uh, a, a genuine heart when you pray that you believe that God is going to answer this prayer. And, um, you know, Scripture says that um, whenever we call upon the name of the, the Lord, you know, he, he's going to answer our prayer. He's going to be there. He's listening. And uh, apparently Waylon had done that the night before, and he came, and he was just so energetic and excited about this first experience that he had with the Lord. And I asked him to explain it because in the past he had asked me to explain what the uh, what it felt like to experience God. And I said it's a it's a it's a feeling that you will never be able to express um, with words. It's out of it's an out of body, out of this world type experience. And that's exactly what he said it felt like. Just something that was overwhelming, but in the best way possible. So. Well, in Wayland, that uh, led to something that happened about a month later. And so tell us about your decision to get baptized and, and what that looked like. Um, I decided to get baptized after I felt Jesus was answering my prayers. And I kept praying about it. I was deciding when should I get baptized. And after probably a week, I finally decided and I told Caleb about it if I came baptized at the church that we've been going to. And he said, yeah, he's, he was going to plan about it. And and then we did it in April. It was an amazing experience. All, a lot of my friends were there supporting me. Ryan was there <laughs> on the front row. And all my family, friends. And I was glad that that happened to me. I'm really grateful. Yeah. And, and the, one of the cool things was, Caleb, you actually got to baptize Waylon. I, I think did, the yeah. first baptism you've ever done. It was. Yeah. So tell us what that was like, just getting to... To see your friend, your very best friend, your brother, just be baptized and follow the Lord in obedience. Yeah, so I mean, obviously, like like he said, all of his friends, all of his family came out to, to support him um, out of love um, during the celebration, you know, of his baptism. And uh, as you guys know, like I was, I was his friend for two years, and we had grown to be almost like brothers. We were inseparable, hanging out days and days every week. Um, so being able to take part in the baptism itself, not just from the audience, but man, it, it was just an overwhelming, beautiful, beautiful experience. Having my brother in Christ saying, hey, I'm repenting, turning away from my old sinful ways, and I'm dying to that, and I'm being raised to life in Christ. Um, it, it was just an incredible experience. Uh, it, was, it was wonderful. Wow. So, Waylon, there, there's something about this story that's really cool to me, and, and it's that you and Caleb are friends. Like, mm -hmm. there's a friendship that is deep and meaningful. And so, how was, how was it different hearing the good news of Jesus from a friend than any other time you had heard about Christianity? I think that is one of the best ways of approaching spreading the gospel, because I, I knew he was my friend. He wouldn't do any harm or do anything there in me. So I trusted him. So he was sharing 
the gospel and everything that was good in his life to me. At first, of course, I was not sure what that was, but slowly I accepted and learned from it and really impact my life. And I'm really glad he did that. And I'm thankful for that, uh, for his doings. Yeah. Wow. And now it's been, uh, what, four or five months mm-hmm. since you became a believer yeah. and were baptized and, and, and your life has changed. I mean, it's incredible. It's changed. And one of the cool things that I love about you, Waylon, is that you have a passion for videography and, and man, you were just great at making videos. Oh, thank you. And so tell me about how that looks like, sharing the good news of Jesus through your passion, which is making videos. Yeah, I've been really passionate about video making, filmmaking for probably my whole life. And that was probably one of the reasons I wanted to come to the United States. But when I got here, that was when I really got into it. I learned a lot of skills, filming, videoing on my own, filming my friends and all that. So um, I was really passionate to do video, right? And I was when I was getting baptized, uh, I knew that I have this opportunity to share my story to others because uh, of how Caleb treated me, how he was my friend, and how well he did of sharing the gospel to me. So I really wanted to share that story. So uh, as a filmmaker, I really wanted to spread that story to uh, everybody else. I wanted to put my emotions in my video so people can feel well what I felt like when I was... Uh, the, pr- the process of mine from getting um, baptized, from getting safe, and all that. So that was why I did that, yeah. Mm. Yeah, and, and I want to ask this, though. Uh, so, Waylon, like, as, as a person uh, who, who has come to the United States to go to college, uh, to university, um, what would you tell maybe someone who is not a believer in Jesus uh, about uh, about when a friend is trying to tell them about Jesus. So like, you know, uh, what would you tell to someone else who's not a Christian at the time? I would definitely approach them like the way Caleb approached me, which is uh, approach them as a friend, as somebody who really cares about them. And definitely I want to let non-Christians or people from different parts of the world know that you don't want to be afraid. You want to be open into Christianity because you can learn a lot from it, even though maybe you don't really believe in it, but once you heard about the stories, that might change your life. So be really open about it. Okay, and then what would you tell Christians about uh, sharing your faith? Because you've seen it done well, and you've seen it done poorly. So what would you tell Christians about about sharing the, the, the gospel of Jesus? Definitely love the person just as how you would love somebody, because that's the best way that you can care somebody and uh, you can spread any messages, you can talk to them, you can know what they feel like, especially people from uh, other countries. They're here studying without any parents. They're definitely really stressed. For So if you're a friend that you care about them and you uh, spread the messages at the same time, it would really help. It would yeah. be really effective. Yeah, because you felt at times when people shared the gospel with you um, before Caleb did, that you were just a project. You yep. were just somebody that they were trying to recruit. Mm-hmm. And uh, almost like it was a fraternity or yeah. something like that, right? <laughs> um, but, but man, like just if, if, if every Christian would come to this place of understanding that like these aren't projects, these are people, people that Jesus loves, people that if I love, I will want them to know Jesus. But, but even if they don't trust him right now, like that's my friend. 
And I think Caleb, if if Waylon never would have came to Christ, I see it in your eyes, you would have loved him and continued to be his his friend through the whole time. Speaking of that and like just loving people, um, I think sometimes when when we when we want to share the gospel with someone, we're so afraid of of what they're gonna think, and and we forget that they're that. The, the message that we are bringing is actually good news. It's not something that is, is horrible, bitter, nasty news. It's, it's great news. And 2 Corinthians 5.19 says this, says, For God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself, no longer counting people's sins against them. And he gave us this wonderful message of reconciliation. So what, what, what we see in this passage is that Christians have a message for others. And what is that message? That God is not going to count your sins against you. If mm. people would trust in Jesus, it's a great message because our sins are forgiven. And so, um, you know, with that, we just always need to remember, we don't have a bitter message. We have a wonderful message of Jesus. And uh, and so uh, Caleb and, and got to a share message that. that. Yeah, that's a message that we yeah. can be excited about sharing. So, so Caleb, when you look at Waylon now, what are you most excited about in his life? Well, honestly, I think the thing I'm most excited for in Waylon's life is probably just what's going to be in the future. Um, obviously, we have the here and now, and he's already sharing his testimony through his videography and through filmmaking, which is incredible. But I also know that he's going to be able to reach people that I would never be able to even talk to when he goes back home to Malaysia. He's got friends and family that he's going to make an impact on just sharing his love with them. And I know that he's going to do that because he has a heart for his friends. He has a heart for his family. Um, but also just the platforms that he's using through social media and through video. He's reaching so many people just telling about how, how God has worked in his life. And it's just, it's really exciting to watch just how God's moving in his life and how he's working in his life to reach other people. That's cool. Wait, Waylon, when you think about your relationship with Caleb, what are the things you're thankful for? I'm thankful that we even started to hang out. <laughs> well, I'm really thankful that he decided to share the gospel to me, even though um, it was really probably nothing to me at first, but it turns out to be the greatest thing that I could ever have. So I'm thankful for him for um, leading me to this way, to, uh, to this um, wonderful route that I would ever imagine. And I'm thankful that He's been treating others just like how he has been treating me. He's been loving. He's been friendly. He's been one of the best people I've ever met. So I'm yeah. grateful for that. Appreciate well, that. we're going to wrap up here in a minute. Um, but I, I want to encourage people to go and watch the video that you made, sharing yeah. your testimony. We'll put that in the notes. And so find that and watch that video. But, Waylon, I want to end with you sharing this. What is different about your life now from a year ago before you trusted in Jesus? My life has changed completely. I have a different mindset now because before I was baptized, I was dealing everything with on my own. It was stressful and it was uh, not how we're supposed to be. And now I have a God that I can look up on. I have a God that can let me to everything that's going into my future. Um, and I'm grateful for that. And I love the fact that I can always pray and have somebody to listen to me whenever I'm uh, having a bad time or whatever. So uh, wow. it's awesome. I love this story. Love how God brought you together. Love your friendship. And I'm excited and expectant about what God's going to continue to do in your life. Uh, thank you for listening, and we'll catch you guys next time on the Lead Defend podcast.
That's it for this episode of Lead Defend. Until next time, check out our website at leaddefend.org for details on the next Lead Defend conference or shoot Seth and Ryan an email at leaddefend at absc.org. If you want to help us out, rate and review Lead Defend on your podcast app and make sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Thanks for listening. Now go lead. A podcast from the Arkansas Baptist State Convention.